Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome to a very special episode here at Trade Show University. We are answering your listener questions. We've got three phenomenal listener questions amongst all the ones that we've been getting. And they're talking about qualified leads, getting the most out of your staff, and about follow-ups. Get ready, because here we go. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Welcome to Trade Show University. I am your host and professor, Jim Cermak. So glad that you are here today. And I want to thank everybody for sending in, continuing to send in questions about what you're struggling with with your trade shows. And I decided, hey, I'm going to start doing a couple of episodes here and there answering your specific listener questions. So to hit straight on the things that you're struggling with about your trade shows, this is really why I do this podcast, to help you to get past those problems, those struggles that you're dealing with, and really, really be able to hone in and maximize your ROI. So I picked three of the most popular ones that have been coming in multiple times, and we're going to hit on those, and let's just get started, okay? Question number one I've got. How can I determine qualified leads versus tire kickers? <laughs> Those people that are out there that they're just kind of wasting my time. You know, this is the million dollar question. I just only wish that more companies were asking this question because determining qualified leads versus tire kickers, it's all on you. Unfortunately, it doesn't say qualified lead on the name badge. And, you know, when people give you their business card, it doesn't say, hey, I'm qualified on it. And when you scan a badge, it doesn't automatically pop up, hey, I'm qualified. You know, because qualified is different for each company, that means you have to figure out who is qualified and who just might be kicking those tires, as the questionnaire is asked. This just means that what you have to do is you have to ask questions. Qualifying attendees is 100% necessary. You've got to do it. But the first step is to determine what does a qualified lead look like to your company? Start by looking at your current customers, your current clients. What do they look like? What industry are they in? What size are they? What are the characteristics of those companies? And then what title is the decision maker? Whatever the criteria is for your business to determine, say when you make a sales call, or again, like I said, go back, look at your current customers. Who's your ideal customers? Who are the ones you want more of? Figure out what are their characteristics and then start asking questions about those things. But you want to determine 
Because you can't keep people asking them, <laughs> people there asking them twenty questions about the criteria to determine if they're like the ideal customer. You just want to get to the point where you know this is a customer that can possibly buy from us. They're just like some of our other customers, and that's the people that we want to talk to. So take about one or two of the most important criteria of your current customer base. Then craft questions to determine if the show attendees you're going to be talking to will meet your criteria. So pick out a couple questions, ask those couple questions really quickly, and determine, are they qualified? Or is this someone who I really don't want to be spending a whole lot of time with because they're probably not going to buy from us? So that's how you determine a qualified lead versus a tire kicker. So let me give you an example, and I've used this example before. Say you're a consulting business, and you do consulting specifically for nonprofit organizations. So number one question you should be asking, are you a nonprofit? If they're not, that's not who you want to talk to. So the first thing is, yeah, we're a nonprofit. And then you can go a level deeper to find out, are they really going to be in your sweet spot? Or is it maybe it's the size of the company? Maybe you work with smaller nonprofits and they're a giant nonprofit and it's not really the type of customer that you can help. So figure out that main question that's going to say, okay, they're in my sights. Now let me ask another question. Okay. And now as they continue to answer yes, you can further qualify them until you have enough information to say, this is someone I need to talk to. Okay, so again, going back to that question, how can I determine qualified leads versus tire kickers? It's all on you. But you come up with the questions and then make sure you're asking every person that comes to your booth those questions to see if they're qualified and those are the people you talk to. Everybody else, you politely say, oh, you know what, we can't help you and you let them walk away and that's perfectly fine. So that's the answer to question number one, how can I determine qualified leads? Okay, let's move on to listener question number two. Question number two, another really, really good question, is how do I get the most out of each person working my booth? <laughs> this is a struggle for most companies. Just like you know, each company, you have your A players. Those are those high performers. They're always on their game. You got your B players, the good, good people, and you got people all the way down the alphabet. <laughs> so you want your A players, as many as possible. You want those are the kind of people you want working your show. But unfortunately, not everyone's an A player. But that's okay. You need to get the most out of those people. So you're going to have a variety of skill sets and a variety of motivation at your booth. So how do you get the most out of your people? Number one, train. You get Training is a great first step because they're, they're unaware of what they need to know or are supposed to do. They're more likely to check out. They're going to be there. And if there's nothing going on right now, there's not people walking by, or maybe there's a ton of people walking by and they just... You don't, they don't have the training to say, hey, this is the question I need to ask the people that are going walking by. They're more likely to just not do anything. But the real key, the real key going beyond training is goal setting and accountability for each person. So with goal setting, of course, each person should know, here's, here's the goals we're trying to accomplish at the show. We're trying to get this many leads or this many sales or set up this many demos or get, get this many uh, business cards or whatever your goals are for your show. You need to know about goals. Go back to episode number one at Trade Show University. We talk all about how to set proper, smart goals for your trade show. So go back and listen to that if you need to know about goal setting. But Performance is likely to happen when each person has an individual goal and they know how they personally will help reach your overall goals. 
and then it's backing it up with accountability. So each person should say your overall goal is to come up with X number of leads. And now each person should have their own number. So if it's 50, maybe each person has to get 10 leads. So they are responsible for that. And then it's holding them accountable. You want them to perform, give them a goal and hold them accountable and say, hey, each of you, we all have to work together to hit these goals. And if we do that, maybe there's a reward for hitting the goals. Maybe if they're in sales, obviously they might be getting commission and things like that. But you figure it out for your company. But if you really want high performing people in your booth, give each person a goal. Have that goal tied to your overall goals for the show and then keep the people accountable. Now, I suggest for goal setting, go back to episode one, but also go back to episode two of Trade Show University, training your booth staff for success. And that will take you into a deeper dive on how to train your your staff, what to train them on, give you everything that you're going to need to get your booth staff ready for the show. So that's how to get the most out of each person working in your booth. And that answers question number two. All right, moving on to question number three. I love this question. The question is, I am frustrated by the lack of client's interest when we're doing follow-up after the show. What would you recommend? This is a phenomenal question. I'm sure most of us, if not all of us, have experienced this at some point. You know, after the show, you're excited to follow up. You've got your list of people that you're going to follow up with, maybe people you let been at the show. you got business cards. you got badge scanned, whatever it is. And then you get on the phone and you're calling and you get that, uh, you know, we're not interested. Or maybe get a, uh, remind me again of who you are. What booth were you? Or or maybe you've, you've left voicemails, you've sent emails, you're excited about it because you had a great conversation with them. And then you get no response at all. You know, you're never going to be able to avoid this 100% of the time because sometimes people just stop by to get in your drawing or maybe grab your giveaway, your your tchotchke that you have on the, on the counter and you get into a conversation with them and you know they were never qualified, okay? Here's a couple of things you can do to maximize the effectiveness of your follow-up. The majority of it is determined by you in your booth. And I think you see a pattern going through all of these questions that we're covering today. It all it depends on you. It's the booth staff and what you're doing. It's not your literature, it's not your display, it's you. And you have the power to maximize your results from, from these things. So coming back to question three, to maximize the effectiveness of your follow-up, try these couple of things. Number one, make sure you're following up with a qualified lead. You know, we talked about this earlier in the, the, the other question about qualified leads versus tire kickers. So make sure the person is qualified. So go back, re-listen to that section to uh, figure out how you're going to make sure you're qualifying the person. Next, make sure they're the decision maker or maybe they're a part of the decision making process. Understand what part are they? So if they're not part of the decision making process and you need to find out, okay, well, who would be the decision maker? Because there's some people that come to the shows, they're not a decision maker. They're not even part of the process. They're just there maybe to attend a workshop or a keynote speech or whatever reason they're there, maybe just gather information, they will tell you who is the decision maker that that you need to talk to. If you ask them, they will tell you and give you that information. Most of them will anyway. But find out. So maybe now, okay, you've qualified the person. You've found out that they are part of the decision-making process and what part they are. 
Now the key comes. You've gone through your spiel. You've taught. You've given them information. You're excited to follow up with them. While they're still at your booth, let them know exactly how you're going to be following up with them and what you're going to be discussing. So when they leave your booth, they are expecting your follow-up. Say something like, hey, thanks for stopping by our booth, Chris. You know, what happens next is I'm going to give you a call in the next week, or maybe somebody from your team is going to give them a call, whatever the process is for your company. We're going to give you a call next week, and we'll go over the pricing of our deluxe package that we discussed today. Does that work for you? And get let them tell you, yes, nodding, okay, yes, you can follow up with me next week and we'll talk about the pricing for the deluxe package or whatever it is. Maybe you even set up a specific date and time. It might not be the easiest in show setting. The person might not have their schedule in front of them. You might not have your schedule in front of you. But if you give them a general time, hey, we'll call you back in the next week or within two weeks. Or you determine between the two of you, okay, yeah, you can call me back. Well, call me in two weeks because I'm going to be out of town, whatever the case. Then to reinforce and remind them about the follow-up, after the show is over, send them an email with the details of the follow-up. And say something like, hey, Chris, it was great meeting you at the XYZ show last week in Orlando. Remember, we discussed our deluxe package. I promise to give you a call later in the week with pricing information you were interested. I look forward to talking with you. So now, not only did they leave the show with very specific information about the follow-up, and they agreed to it, but then you sent them a reminder. So now they're they're going to be a little more receptive when you call. So to summarize, how to increase the effectiveness of your follow-up so you're not calling people who all of a sudden they have no interest, do these things. Number one, make sure they're a qualified lead. Number two, determine their place in the decision-making process or find out who is. Number three, confirm the follow-up before they leave the booth with specifics. You know, people will remember specifics when you say, here's what we're going to talk about. That'll be tucked back in their memory. They'll remember that. Number four, follow up after the show with an email reminder about what you're going to talk about with more specifics, uh, restating the specifics, and then do all of these things and you are going to greatly increase the odds of having successful follow-ups. I hope that helps. It gets those wheels turning. It gives you some things to think about about how you can use the show to set up those follow-ups. It's, you're, they're not just leaving your booth with a piece of literature, you know, because you're one of who knows how many booths, one of 50 booths, one of 100, one of 500 booths, depending on the size of the show. They could have talked to hundreds of people, hundreds of booths. You have to make yourself memorable, and that's one way to do it. So while they're on their way out of your booth, set the seeds for the follow-up and you will have a greater chance of a successful follow-up. Hope that helps. So these were a quick episode, but three really, really good questions that we've been getting in. Please continue to send your questions. Send me a note, jim at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter u.biz. Or go to our website at tradeshowu.biz. Or do a search for Trade Show University on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Direct message me, whatever you want to do, leave me a, a post, and I'd be happy, love to answer these kind of questions. We're here to help you. This is why we're doing this, because Trade Show U is all about you, and we're here to help you maximize your ROI and get that PhD in ROI. So get your questions in, continue to check out these episodes, look back and check out the other episodes on goal setting, on training, on staffing. There's so much great information in our earlier episodes 
keep striving, keep learning, and we will see you next time. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.